Doody doo 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 doo. Are we gonna keep that in? Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> that's how I want. That's how I want to start it. To newlyweds. It's been a bit. The podcast. It has been 26 days since we've released an episode, which is a long time. We've been super busy. Uh, we went to Mexico. I think we talked. Did we talk about Mexico? I feel like we did. 26 so. days ago. We're we're know. leaving New York. We went to Mexico. We got stuff to after do after Quinn's match day in the end of March. Yeah, and then. I think two weekends later, we went home to South Florida mm, for Easter. Right. So we haven't done a podcast, I think, since then. Yeah, and then we've just been and cleaning our house. Packing. What's the date today? Today, April, the 22nd. April 22nd. Oh, my goodness. We have a little over a month left. We have 39 days left in New yeah. York City. Crazy. We are ferociously cleaning our apartment and organizing. I have a good friend here. Um, and she's loves organizing and um, she's been coming over and like helping us just go like through everything. And, and it's like in New York, you're like, oh, the space is small. But honestly, I'm like, we just had so much stuff that we didn't even know that we still had. Right. And getting rid of that has felt so good. Yeah. I feel like 10 pounds have been lifted off my shoulders. Like, right. Our place is so clean and organized now. So if you have not started like your spring cleaning and like purging old things from your house, I highly recommend it. I just feel like it's so feels good to like donate or, you know, um, yeah, donate old clothes and shoes and get rid of things that no longer serve you and like are no longer consistent and in a alignment with like who you are in this new season right it's also kind of interesting to look back on our like young adult development because you see all of the the things we bought because we thought we would need it you know what i mean like we had all these old appliances that we never use and like all these like tools because we thought oh i'll need this to hang this up or whatever i feel like we just like got into our flow of our life a lot better now so we can just get rid of all the old stuff I mean, we could make an entire podcast about the difference between being 20, 21, 22 versus like 24, 25, yeah. 26. I literally can't tell you how much of it, how much change happens from ages 20 to 25 is just right. insane. My self-image of myself is the same. Like I still think I'm like fresh out of college, like 22, 23. Like it's not processing that I'm about to That's graduate medical school. That's what I've heard school. from like older people too. I mean, older. I mean, like people in their 40s and 50s are say, "Oh, I literally feel like I did when I was 20." Right. But I have this older body. It's like yeah, crazy. I finally get it. Although yeah. we're not. That I mean, much no, older, no. I mean, I think that we're still considered young by pretty much everyone. Well, yeah. That you I ask. just think that like it. Do, you do get to a certain. You do way. get to a certain point where your brain just stops recognizing that you're getting older. Yeah. It's like, nope, you're 22 now. I forever. think the craziest thing for me has been the change from like the desire to like go out on the weekends and like drink and like, I don't know, like bars and clubbing and everything to just like being completely content with staying in. Like last yeah. night we stayed in, we made homemade pizzas. Last night was Friday night, Saturday morning today, right now. Um, we made homemade pizzas. I made a margarita homemade. Yeah. We watched TV, and I was in bed. I was sleeping by 9 p.m., yeah. and it was, like, the best thing ever. To me, like, I, I would just prefer to connect. Like, 
I'm, I would, you know, I don't mind going out, going to restaurants, going to bars, getting yeah. some drinks, but like, I no, want like it to that, be an environment where you can talk yeah. to who you're with yeah, and like, like joke around situation. and have fun. Yeah. Other yeah. than like, oh, I'm going to a club and the music's blasting and I'm just kind of like, no, it's just like the FOMO. You feel like you have to participate in those types of things. I right. think when you're in your early twenties or else and you're then, like missing yeah, out. And then you get to a place where you're like, no, I actually couldn't care less if I don't stay out till 2 a.m. on the weekends. It starts to hurt a lot more. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You start to to wake up the next day and you're like, I, this isn't, that's not worth it. It's just not worth it. No. We're just in a really good flow of like taking care of ourselves. And then we occasionally do have those weekend nights where we, you know, do go out and, you know, drink a little bit too much and like after match. Yeah. But then I woke up the next day and was like, that wasn't worth that's it. Why that's why we don't do that that often. That's why we don't do that. Yeah. So we're moving. We've yeah. got just like quick updates on our move to North Carolina. If you guys are new here, um, Quinn is starting, just is finishing medical school. He graduates next month, May 17th. And we're in New York City. And 25 days. crazy. And then May 31st, we're moving to... Durham, North Carolina, for yeah. Quinn to start his medical residency, his in, his uh, internship year mm-hmm. at Duke, where he'll stay there for radiology residency. Uh, so we're packing bags and moving everything May 31st. Um, and then we're staying a night in Virginia, I think, halfway through. Yeah. We're renting a car to take Jack's. Be like a four-hour drive, stay over, <sighs> overnight. So we're having movers. If you have are in a move, like in your early years, it's so worth it to get movers. Just yeah. trust us both when we say that. Well, I worked as a mover for a summer. Um, oh, you did. And I've had my fill of carrying really heavy stuff like, downstairs. It's... I just feel like the money is not worth... The money you save, if it is that much money, is not worth the potential no. for yelling at each other and being tired and the, grumpy. The and money difference between hiring movers and like bro, moving trucks renting so a truck—it was like almost nothing. It yeah, was just like a couple hundred dollars like, to have someone do the whole thing yeah. for you. Like, oh, totally, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna do that. it was like what, like fifteen hundred dollars to rent a truck, and yeah. then our move it's is like five hundred extra dollars, like nineteen hundred or two thousand yeah, total. Yeah. So, and this is across states, obviously. Um, and then I'll yeah, take so, that deal any yeah. day of the week. That's, and then yeah. we got a lot of really cheap furniture when we moved to New York because we knew it was going to be a temporary thing. So we're going to be selling a lot of stuff on yep. Facebook Marketplace, and just taking our bed, which is from Wayfair, and um, our bedside tables. But everything else, I think is going really and then we're cleaning out and getting rid of things so that the things that we do bring are like things that we actually want and we're not just paying to transport a bunch of crap that we don't need anymore uh so highly recommend getting a head start on that if you are planning on moving this summer um so june 1st will be our move-in day and i'm currently on the job hunt right now Uh i've had a few interviews a very different diverse things um I would like to stay in the field that I'm in now in integrative medicine. So that's what I'm kind of looking for. Yep. And then I'm also looking to work part time. Yes, because, which we're very excited yeah, about. Because I want to have more time to dedicate to social media, right. um, to my TikTok, Instagram, and, I feel like- and Etsy. I'm like obsessed with creating downloadable right. content on Etsy. Uh, oh, by the way, my Ivy Guide is released on Etsy. 
so you can get it now. Yeah, I'm gonna check link it, out. it in the show notes. Um, that's going really well. It's like 30 pages of really good information for how to start IVs for right. beginners. So check that out. Um, I feel like for the past four years, you've been running on fumes and like really just putting your body in overdrive to work all the time. And you're trying to do social media all the time on the side. And it's just like way, way, way too much for you. Cause I feel like it'd yeah. be way too much for anybody. And I'm very excited for you to finally have some free time to, to yeah. spend towards that. Well, it's that. like always like, okay, Heather, just like work full time. Like I, to be honest, like I make enough money from my full time job. I work, you know, as a nurse five days a week, full time, obviously. So I make enough money on that to survive, but I can't stop that creative bug inside me. Right. That like I'm always looking for ways to create and put out content because I love making content that makes other that inspires other people and makes their lives right. better, and helps to educate and you know well, inspire and transform lives. Yeah, your primary goal with your social media has really been to help other people and to have you know this nice outlet for your creativity. Yeah. The money aspect just makes it self-sustaining. Yeah, and makes it so that you can pursue that yeah. kind of with more so, of your time. Essentially, I've just become very burnt out of trying to handle both because it feels like I always have a billion tabs open in my brain and, you know, working full time is just really hard to add, you know, content creation or influencing or whatever into the mix. So I'm hoping to work like three days a week, um, but not like bedside. So that would be like full time if you're working bedside, but I'm thinking like I still want to work outpatient. So technically that's part time. Right. Uh, just to clarify that. Um, but it's like a leap of faith yeah. because I've been, you know, really obsessed with making money for a long time. You've been working like crazy and to survive. The here. pay difference in North Carolina for nurses versus New York City, even though the cost of living is way lower down there, it is kind of scary yeah. to see those numbers, see those hourly rates compared to what I'm used to in New York City. So it's weird because I don't know exactly how much our life is going to cost down there. So right. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is well, this yeah, is it's, crazy. It's I'm really funny. trusting God that this is like what He wants for me. It's really hard for us to put into perspective because New York is so expensive. And like I saw an article recently that was like a hundred thousand dollars salary in New York is the equivalent to like a thirty thousand dollars salary anywhere else. Like that's a really big difference. And um, I keep like doing the math on all of you know how much we make what our expenses are and it and it would we're gonna be okay but it does feel really scary because it feels like you're taking such a huge pay cut yeah and like i've really gotten into the psychology behind money and we develop a lot of our beliefs around money from our early childhood experiences with our parents our peers grandparents um you know money trauma related to money kids growing up in poverty or going through foreclosure or what have you. So I'm aware that my scarcity mindset when it comes to money does stem from parts of my childhood. And um, I've, I'm doing the work right now to work through those things because I know that we're going to be okay if I take a step back from working full time. It's just that trusting God in that making that decision and sticking to it. Cause I keep wanting to be like, Oh no, like it's fine. I'll just work, keep working full time. But like, I really believe that like he's calling me to like give that up right. and like trust him to make up the difference in the income. Um, and I'll finally be working, which is a weird thing to say. Yeah. 
after how many years of school have I been? Like, when, when, when do you start school? Age four? It's a long time. <laughs> like, 22 years? Yeah. That's a lot. And I've been seeing, like, you know, working in integrative medicine, you do get an introduction to energy medicine and energy healing and understanding, like, the chakras and, um, like, everything that I believe in terms of understanding how we are as energetic beings, I think aligns with my belief in God as a Christian. So, you know, that's another conversation for another time. But, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, that's just personally my belief. I'm not telling you that you have to believe any of those things. I'm just saying. So there's like an idea that like male energy and female, like males have different energy than females or like the feminine versus the masculine archetype. And so, I feel like the past four years, I've just been in that masculine energy of like working, producing, providing, and the feminine energy is more of like the receiving end Um, and not saying like, if you're a woman, you can't do what like a man does. And like, obviously that's not true and like work and everything. But for me, I feel like I'm ready to like take a step back yeah, and not be in the go, 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 produce, produce, produce you know, make as much money as possible. Yeah. And the stress of that, it's, I just think it's interesting to point to that, that I've struggled with hormonal acne, which is a cause of like having a type of too much testosterone that is most like the root cause of that is your body being under too much stress because of emotional stress or even blood sugar dysregulation. This is like a common thing in PCOS. So the adrenal glands, pump out cortisol to deal with stress and also testosterone and androgens to deal with stress. And that is what can cause hormonal acne, which is what I struggle with. So I just think that's really interesting that mm. I feel that I'm in that masculine energy way too much. Right. And I'm dealing with hormonal acne, which is a byproduct of androgens, which is like a masculine phenotype. Just So just putting the yeah. pieces together here. I mean, and, and just to like, in less of a gendered sense, it's more so it like, you can even think of it as just like, what role you want to be in. Like some people prefer to be in that powerful go-getter role where they're always working, they're always doing things. Some people prefer not to. And I think for you, you would prefer to lay back a little bit. And yeah. it's it's exhausting for you to, to really work hard and push hard, whereas a lot of people really thrive on that. Yeah, I've just um, been doing it for so long because yeah. growing up, something really core to me has always been how other people perceive me. I was always taught that other people's perception of me was really important um and everyone is kind of watching me and waiting on me to perform and produce and keep the peace for everyone so i just need to kind of work through that and um heal that that childhood wounded aspect so i've been doing a lot of inner child work which is kind of challenging there's a lot of stuff about it on the internet and if you ever struggle with relationships or finances or discipline or eating like look into inner child healing because you can get the budget and you can get the meal plan and you can do all the things but if you don't address the root cause if you don't address the child inside of you that felt unseen or unheard or unloved like you're never going to be able to change those things truly from the inside out so that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I want to like right. really address like, why do I feel the need to be productive every second of the day? Right. Why do I feel the constant need to produce, 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 create right. content, 
get likes, make more money it's all like the time. You work, Where does that come from? You work all day long and the whole day you're thinking, man, I wish I could relax. And then as soon as you start, get time to relax, you're like, well, I should be working. Yeah. And then you just, you can never win. So if this sounds like you, definitely look into inner child healing. And then also I'm reading a book right now called I Didn't Do the Thing Today. I'll link it in the show notes. That's also helping me understand like my constant obsession with doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty tapped into my uh, relaxation. relaxation. <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, it's funny, like this has been a very big topic for us and, um, we sort of, I, I feel like we have so much information at our fingertips these days that you always, like, you can always be learning something or doing something productive no matter what. Mm-hmm. You can be on a subway and watch a YouTube video on how to do X, Y, and Z. And I feel like, especially in medicine, you fall into that trap where, like, oh, I need to be looking at flashcards or I got to watch yeah. a video to refresh myself or I need to review this or think about this. And you lose the ability to do things purely for your own enjoyment. Just it's for like, the enjoyment. There's always some, like, product that needs to come out of it this is to me where video games come in because Mm -hmm. i see all these arguments online that are like well video games are a waste of time because you don't get anything out of it and it's like good you know why do you have to produce something from everything you do that's my problem i'm like let me turn every single thing that i have a a tiny drop of interest into into somehow to make money right and like or make myself better because I love self-improvement and it's great but there is a time and a place for rest as well right and so whenever I listen to music it's always a podcast or a book or something to make you know help me learn more make more money you know grow myself grow my mind right and this morning I did the dishes and I was like you know what I'm just gonna listen to like fun music yeah that doesn't need to like change do anything just to enjoy it and it was really nice right so i haven't done that in a really long time just put on like good music yeah and it sounds silly but i really am obsessed with self-growth yeah so for someone that you know experiences that like it's it's hard to get yourself into a place of like i deserve rest and like with this podcast we've taken some weeks off and we're so ready to go right now because it feels in alignment with our creative energy. Right. And when you don't give yourself time to rest and recuperate, you right. can't be creative. Right. And you don't have... You need space for yeah. that. Yeah. And I think for me right now, you know, I'm pretty much done with school. Yeah. And I have residency coming up and, and you always kind of think to yourself, should I be prepping for it? And everyone online, everyone I've talked to says, don't take a break. This is like your break. You will, you will learn when you get there. That's the whole point of it. Relax. So my, my like med student brain is just on overdrive. Cause I'm like, what do I do with myself? Yeah. Like, what should I, you know, like, what do I learn? What do I, so I'm, I'm really trying to tap into just relaxing, just enjoying things. I really like to watch YouTube videos of channels that it's literally just nonsense. Like they don't say anything productive. It's just kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's like, I can just turn my brain off. I, I don't, think I don't the girl to equivalent to that is yeah. like. Watching um, makeup haul, like, like my, hauls. my empty videos. Yeah. Oh my gosh, empty videos are empty product videos are my favorite. Yeah, are my absolute favorite. So you I just, just look go at it and you're like, oh, this is nice. Or like, I love a good ASMR video. Yeah, I can, ASMR throws me the wrong way, but Heather Heather really likes oh, the was ASMR. I, I was gonna say, oh, I listened to a podcast. If you want to know more about this, like intuitive, like healing, like 
divine feminine energy type of thing. I really like this girl's podcast, Tian, Tian Lee, T-I-A-N-N-L-E-E Healing. I think that's her podcast or the Divine Woman Rising. I don't know, something like that. Anyways, like I get a lot of opportunities for partnerships, a lot of emails every day. I have like five different emails, one for TikTok, one for Instagram. It's we have the crazy. podcast. Yeah. So I have a lot of emails coming in every day about potential opportunities and I used to just kind of say yes to everything and she said some and that's how you get really burnt out and your creative energy gets zapped when you say yes to everything. Yeah. And she said something on her podcast was like if it's not a full body yes do not open that door. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so right. Yeah. I am so intuitive with my feelings. Like I know when something is right and I know when something is wrong for me. And if I'm not like fully ecstatic about a partnership or an opportunity or a job or, you know, a career path, like it's a no for me right. from now on. Not because I need the money. I'm like have to start believing like God provides for us every day. Right. Like money flows to me with ease. Like all these positive affirmations I'm saying. Um, and like, it's just a full body. Yes. It's like that Think idea that, that just because you can do something doesn't mean you doesn't should. Mean it's good for or you. Or doesn't mean you have to. It's like, you can think, well, I, I, I could do that, but it's going to really be annoying. Like, remember or when stressful? I used to work five, six days a week? Yeah. Like, work my full time job and then pick up a, yeah, like pick a, up extra a 12 hour per diem shift on a Saturday and then I would have mm-hmm. one day off and then I'd go back to work the next day. My life was so miserable. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't remember what any of that money got spent on. Right. So, yeah. That's, that's for all the new nurses that are taking up way too much overtime. Because you want to make the money. Yeah. Be careful. You might bring yourself out. Right. You know, get your bag. Like, girl, get your bag. Like, I'm all for that. Right. But, like, also protect your energy. Yeah. Because your career is a long one. <laughs> like, you are going to be working for a very long time. I, you just don't want to bring yourself out in the first one or two years. Yeah. So take it easy and get lots of rest. And I think we kind of, like, want to focus this episode on... You know, doing something because it is a full body yes for you Mm. and that it's your passion and it's what excites you and not just because it's other people's expectation of you. Yeah, I was going to say rooted in your ego. I think it's become really hard for people to kind of tap into their interests and passions because we have so much noise, so much social media, so much online of people telling us what we should be doing or what we should like, you know? you like, oh, I'm really interested in this. And you kind of like look it up. And then everyone online says, this is stupid. And you're like, oh, man, it's stupid. I guess I can't. Like Taylor Swift. Enjoy it. Explain. <laughs> I'm going to get so many. Like people are going to unfollow from this. But like you're talking hot, about her take, tour. hot take. I am like not a big Taylor Swift fan. And yes. literally every single girl. Right. Like on this planet is going to her Eris tour. Um, I almost said conference. Concert. Conference. And I'm like. I just, like, do not get it for the life of me. Yeah. Like, I just... You, I, you do feel like, am I missing something? I know. Something? I'm like, I almost put her music on I this don't? morning. I'm yeah. like, what is she putting, like, is there, like, a special frequency that she's running through her music that, like, gets all these girls right. addicted? Like, I just, I don't get it. But maybe because I never had, like, I'm very privileged to never had that, like, sad single girl era. And I feel like... You can't that's, relate. Yeah, like, that's her music is, like, you know, like, all about, like, breakups and... Yeah. Yeah, like hard, you know, in your feels, feels. Right. And so in don't medicine. unfollow because you disagree with me, please. 
like it's don't don't to, do that to, to break, don't, to i don't want to lose i don't want to make us lose followers because i have this this to connect taylor opinion. swift neatly into medicine <laughs> i i think um i think something that i've been reflecting on with residency and matching and kind of looking at um the match data for a lot of different programs is a lot of people definitely have like a picture of what a doctor's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people that becomes internal medicine or surgery, and those are really great fields. But I think that sometimes people miss out on other fields because of what they, what the perception is, what the people online, you know, I mean, there are people online that say radiologists aren't doctors. Like why do we need radiologists? AI mm-hmm. is going to replace you. Like you, you go online, you see all sorts of opinions and that can kind of, like skew your interests yeah and i think that drives a lot of people away from other fields like ophthalmology neurology like no you have to you have to do this or you have to do that there's so much ego in healthcare and then what happens is you get someone who goes into that field who didn't like it to begin with but went into it because they think that they need to or they you know perceive that people would look more highly upon them or whatever and then they end up hating it and then they yeah. become that grumpy doctor that yeah. you go to who hates his hates no. his job and hates you and you know speaking of ego it's just like i think the most powerful thing anyone can do us included obviously is to like do the inner work of like understanding your ego and what your reactions what reactions you have that are based in your ego because like i posted this tiktok that kind of went viral it has like 500,000 views now of um like how to how to insert an IV once you if you hit a valve and you can't advance the IV like how to make it work, and people like com I have so many comments saying the same thing. It's like oh yeah, the, or like the flush through technique or whatever, or the um, floating it in technique, which is like what the video explains essentially. And right. It's like the only purpose of them commenting that is to show like that I knew they, that I knew that I knew it too. I knew it. Yeah. I knew that already. Yeah. yeah. Ha! I knew it. It's like. Like, do you ever see so many TikTok comments that are just like, like, what? Like, why Why do we feel the need to, yeah. like, comment this every single thought that goes into our head? Right. You know how many things right. that I think? I'm like, I see a TikTok and I'm like, oh, interesting. But yeah. then I don't comment. Or you look <laughs> at a TikTok and you're like. other person up. Yeah, you're like, creator. I disagree with that. But and then, then you just then keep you, it to yourself. And then you just, like, scroll to the next video and, right. like, don't comment. Like, right. w- like I just, um, I, uh posted a little a picture the other day on my story that was like a selfie with like this lip liner I was using um plug tower 28 they have the best cosmetics in the game anyways I get this comment or this um like reply to my Instagram story and it was like why don't you just get a nose surgery instead of sucking your nose in like that I'm like girl like obviously the person has like no picture like no followers I'm like who hurt you? Yeah. Like, and, and that's the thing. Who like, hurt you, baby? You like, read... I didn't even respond. I just, like, blocked them. But it's like, I right. genuinely don't even get frustrated with comments like that. I'm like, wow, you are so hurt right. by another woman being in her feminine power. Like, okay, I contour my nose. So does every other MFing right. girl that puts on makeup in 2023. Right. Sis. Well, you, you don't, like everyone's online and everyone's commenting and you don't know what just happened to them that day. You know what I mean? Like they could have been in a car accident and like their car's destroyed and their insurance is going to build them like tons of money yeah, and they're screwed. The story. And they, I'm, I'm just saying like, that's entirely possible. <laughs> then you get online and then you see someone and they're doing a TikTok dance and you're like this, that pisses me off. And you comment, you're an idiot for doing this dance. You know, it's like, it's like you all don't know. anger that we're not like 
coping with and yeah. we're like social media becomes the outlet it's so yeah, yeah it's like i don't take those obviously as a creator like that holds you back because of those comments are hurtful again another ego yeah. thing because yeah. it's like i'm afraid of my ego getting hurt by someone else commenting something and saying that i'm imperfect right so it's all interesting but it's like what if we just like did a little self-check before yeah. commenting on people's stuff just let people mean? enjoy like, have an opinion have an opinion all day long like go for it yeah but do, is inside. it constructive right is it constructive you can have criticism that is constructive and criticism that is just for the sake of you like wanting to complain right and that's like because you're being egotistical and selfish. Right. you know what i mean and i think i think it becomes like definitely a big goal of our generation to create an internal sense of passion and interest that is not reliant on what someone else thinks it's like do do you like this thing great that's all all that you need you don't need the approval of someone else you don't need someone else to validate it for you like things because you like it you know so let's talk about like stem like jumping off from that conversation let's talk about if someone is in the career like in healthcare or whatever or not healthcare it doesn't matter there are people that listen to this that aren't in healthcare yeah right so if you're doing something that's not a full body yes like how do you get to that place of doing something that's a full body yes because i feel like that's where i am right now in my job like with my patients are so phenomenal and i'm so grateful for them and my coworkers. and like god gave this to me and i feel like i kind of manifested it by like you know asking him and believing i think the starting place not to ramble but the starting place of getting to that place where you love your job or you love your day-to-day is first believing that you're worthy of that Mm. mic drop like first you literally to be able to like see yourself there which i think is a very powerful tool for changing your life is visualization the power of visualizing what your day-to-day looks like when you love your life Mm. The power you before you can do that, you first have to believe that you're worthy of it, you're deserving of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're worthy of having a life that you love. Right. Not a job that job that makes you anxious and that you suffer from every single day. Right. And I think I think the next step is like going out and putting yourself in that environment that you feel like you're drawn towards and be around people that share mm-hmm. that interest. And that's a big thing for medicine is like you know, any field you inter- interact with, they're going to tell you, you should come to our field. Don't that field you're interested in. Like that's, that's dumb. You should come to our field. Not to that degree all the time. And Sometimes like, I think to make, you're going to have to use like a little bit of faith in those in between steps. Right. Because once you know that you're worthy and you're deserving of having a job and a career and a path that you love and you're obsessed with, you have to take a leap of faith into the what if and the unknown because it might not pay as well or they might not be the same opportunity as what you're doing now. But like, you know, when I left med surge, I didn't have another job lined up. You know, it was at a point where I was so broken, but I was like, you know what? Like, I know that I deserve, I know that I want my life to look different than this. Right. And I'm tired of just existing just to work. Right. Um, and like good things came from that. Yeah. And I left my job at endoscopy because I knew that I, you know, deserved to work in a better environment. Right. 
And once you find yourself in that better environment with people who share your same passions, suddenly everyone else's opinion really doesn't yeah. matter much anymore. Yeah. You know? And now I find myself in a place where I am worthy and I'm deserving of, you know, working part time and creating content on social media and creating content and becoming an Etsy seller. Right. And like, I know that I can make it work. It's a leap of faith and it's the unknown, but I have such an intense belief in myself and you know, that God loves me and and is always providing for me and that he doesn't lead me astray with his providence that it is going to work out. Right. So I would just, you know, Oh, what speaks to this also is a book that I'm reading right now called The Big Leap. It has this little goldfish on the front. It's really cute. It's this What's little goldfish. Sound? What's the sound that you make? I, I can't think Do of it, it right again. now. It's Do it. this little goldfish like jumping from one tiny bowl to like a bigger bowl. Yeah. And I just like imagine Heather as that tiny little goldfish. It's really funny. Yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Not to interrupt you. So and anyways, the premise of the book is that we have like upper limit beliefs in our life of like, you know, things that hold us back essentially like limiting beliefs, which is people are starting to gain awareness of now. And the idea is that we have different zones that we live in, the zone of incompetence, the zone of competence, the zone of excellence, and then the zone of genius. And the idea is to get out of those other zones and get into the highest zone, which is the zone of genius. And that means you spend your time mostly doing things that you innately are gifted to do. Um, And the example is like, that he uses in the book is like this guy who is a consultant and pay, you know charges a thousand dollars an hour for consulting um for his consulting fees for his business or whatever his coaching and he spent 12 hours trying to fix a print a printer instead of just paying someone you know whatever how much money to fix it in like 30 minutes he spent 12 hours of his time twelve thousand dollars of his time basically trying to being in his zone of incompetence trying to fix a stupid printer So how much, and then the zone of excellence is like right below the zone of genius where you're doing things that you're good at, or you might be excellent at, but someone else can technically like replace you or learn those skills kind of just as good as you can. And, um, you know, for me, that's like kind of like IVs, like you can put anyone that's good at IVs and IV infusion, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But for me, like my unique gift of being able to connect with patients and advocate for them and help them improve their lives, like when I go back to school and become a nurse practitioner and do integrative women's health, that I feel is my zone of genius where like God has gifted me um, to be able to do that and provide that care for patients that like, you know, you can't just get someone off the street to have that unique gift to provide that level of care. Right. I'm talking too much. My jaw is sore. <laughs> it's too much. So anyways, read the book if you're interested in like you're like really just taking your life to the next level. Yeah. Just being in your zone of genius and challenging your your limiting beliefs of why you can't <clears throat> change your job or why you can't lose the weight or why you can't, you know, be consistent with whatever. Or you can't find the right relationships, right friends. Yeah. yeah. I'm done. And scene. I think that's it. I think that's all we want to talk about, right? Like otherwise strategies. So I'm in the job hunt process right now. So I always get a bunch of questions from people like, oh, what are the best techniques? So if you're interested in getting into integrative medicine, there's actually a website called the Integrated Connection, I believe. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, where 
integrative and functional medicine practices post job listings for RNs, um, LPNs, PAs, MDs, you know, all the things. So that's a great resource. And then um, I like Indeed and ZipRecruiter. Those are good. Mm. Uh, yeah, and just wait. Be patient. The right yeah. thing will come to you. And right. I, I didn't get a job that I just had a preliminary interview for because they filled it already. And, you know, first I was, like, a little hurt by that. But then I was like, you know what? If this means that God is closing the doors on things that are not meant yeah. for me, I will take that all day long. I think some of the best things that have happened to us have been closed doors. Like me not getting into medical school. Right. Right. And me kind of like being drawn to radiology over my initial interest of like medicine or like internal medicine or cardiology. Like I think that a lot of different things kind of led me to radiology and I'm very happy to be there. So don't be afraid of closed doors and closed opportunities because that just means like you're on a path that is to something so much better than that. Right. And um, sometimes doors close so that you don't have to worry so much about the decision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they so close if for I just you. get one job offer, like, and I have to take that, yeah. like, that makes my life so much easier because I don't have to think, oh, well, what if I You're take not this deciding job? between two yeah, things. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. it's almost better to have fewer, <laughs> fewer opportunities. Right. But with this, you know, I'm not worried. Like, I know that the right thing is going to come. Right. And I'm going to, you know, I'm always in the mode of manipulating it, everything and trying to control everything. And I'm just really laying back and right. letting God do the work and, and, you know, provide the right thing for me. Right. I'm very happy for this time period because I, I definitely feel like I'm, f- I'm finally in a stable place. Like I'm going to be in, you know, my residency. I'm going to know what my day to day will look like. I'll have my schedule in front of me. I'll have an income. I'll have benefits from it. Like. I'll have a lot of stability to allow you to finally kind of take more risks and explore more because you've, you've been you know, supporting me now for four years and it feels very good for me to kind of provide that in return. Yeah. So we're really grateful. And like, I know that when you decide it is a privilege for me to even consider working part-time and I get that and it's because that Quinn will have the benefits through the residency program right. that we'll you know be able to have in health insurance and well you know it's a privilege yeah. now we we went through many years where we couldn't do that and it was I mean you went through periods of time uninsured I went through periods of yeah. time uninsured, uninsured that's as right. a medical student on it <laughs> literally right. with no health insurance yeah. as a medical student because of expenses and then I wasn't really familiar with how we, insurance oh my worked. gosh there is just so many things <laughs> that you learn in adulthood like yes. I lost my insurance when I left the hospital and Quinn was my dependent so therefore he lost insurance right and I enrolled in my dad's and then he was kind of left hanging yeah and we didn't realize so there are times that are called like life events and that was a life event and after yeah. you have a major life event like losing an insurance policy you're supposed to get on another insurance program within that period of time or else you do not qualify until the next enrollment date so when there's a 22 year old or a 21 year old listening to this podcast i hope that you take that away from this and i remember (laughs) being the most important thing someone takes away from this. i feel like we've already talked about this but i remember being uh reprimanded by some lady on the phone about why didn't you switch your insurance over when you were supposed to and i'm like i'm 23 i no i was like i don't know what i'm doing like i barely made my breakfast this morning like i don't know i i have to learn this so how do you feel that you're gonna be taking care of people's lives now in two months um june 23rd baby watch out it's funny because 
I think it scares a lot of people, but you know, when you work in when you work in a residency program, you have a big team behind you. You know, you're not really making patients uh medical decisions in isolation yeah. it's always like done as especially a your intern year right it's like interest but i'm, but I'm very excited to finally have some ownership of what i'm doing yeah. and it i'm very because i got a, a little taste of this when i did my sub eye which is uh essentially like they as a medical student they give you a month to act like an intern but uh, you know they have other interns watch over you and whatever but they do give you more independence and i finally got to you know, make some calls about patients. I think we should do this, and I think we should do that. And you you call up a, you know, a, a team that you're consulting and say, my patient needs this. It feels good. You you have some ownership of yeah. them. And then when you go to the patient's room and they ask you a question, you can answer it because you're involved in every aspect of their care. Whereas a lot of times in medicine, you know, when you're a medical student, they'll ask you a question and you're like, oh, I, I don't know. And then you talk to your resident and they're like, oh yeah, sorry. While you were at lunch, I did that. And it's like, ah, great. So it, it, it's going to feel very good to have ownership. And I've raised um, you well. Yes. The nurses that work with you, you are going to be you've very You've taught me how to respect nurses. Yes. Yeah, I've sent him all the nurse doctor TikToks of all the things that he needs to know. Yes. What was the thing I sent you yesterday? It was like putting all your orders at once. Oh, yeah. And not That's hard, though. Like paper, like paper trail. That's the wrong thing. What's like it space it out. Yeah, like yeah. don't put in like a CBC and then like a BNP like an hour later and, and do and it like from cluster the, your from orders. the doctor side though. We'll put in orders and then the attending will come in an hour later and be like, "Did you remember to do this?" And then it's like, "You think we should do that?" Like, "Yeah, I would." And it's like, oh, "Okay, you know." <laughs> so that a lot of times that's what happens. But yes, I, I'm like learning how to time the um, blood draws for certain times of the day yes. do the medications no all at one shift time yes, no change of shift things at 7 a.m. um but yeah if so the patient I'm, asks to ref, you know if the patient asks to throw out their tray just yes. do it don't get the nurse right. to do it if any time a patient asks me like oh can you give me like some ice some water some whatever i don't like go out to the nurses and i'm like hey can you go fetch this it's like where can I find this? I'll there go get go. it. Unless you're like have Unless to run to a rabbit or yes. something. Like right. I get that. Obviously, we all have roles for a reason. Right. But um, you know, I've taught him well. Yeah, ladies. I'm excited about that, and I'm excited to have med students. Like, I know you love mentoring. I love do. It. I love mentoring. See, that's your zone of genius. This is what I'm talking yeah. about. Is like you. I watch you do MCAT tutoring. By the way, I don't know. Do you want Quinn? Tutors with MCAT. Anyways. Yeah, I, I work. I work with a tutoring. Uh, Do you want to plug them? Um, no, and what's it called? Oh no, Motivate? you're t- talking about two different things. So I do. I work with a Motivate MD, which I think is a little bit easier to how get do they, into. How do people find Motivate MD? It's a website. If you go okay. to Motivate MD, um, we do all sorts of things. Uh, we do have some MCAT tutoring. We do a lot of personal statement uh, editing, uh, application editing. Yeah. Um, I'll do like advising calls and things like and that. And you can specifically request you can ask Quinn. For me. Yeah. So if you want him to tutor you one on one or edit your stuff, that you can find him there. Right. Um, what were you saying? What I was going to say is I love mentoring oh, because yeah. I have been imp- impacted very strongly by some of the best mentors in my mm-hmm. life. And I feel like my my life course and my career are shaped entirely by the mentors that I've had. And when I am put in a situation where someone is in charge of me, someone's teaching, someone's guiding, and they do it in what I perceive to be a very incorrect way. Um, if they're harsh, if they're mean, if they're discouraging, if they don't allow room for mistakes, if they kind of squash concerns, like things that really irk me, it makes me more passionate about 
being in that position and doing it better. And um, for me, I'm going to take all of the things that I struggled with as a med student, how I felt people were perceiving me, how stressful it was to be evaluated 24-7, and do it right with med students when I'm, you know, when I'm working as, a, as an intern and, and as a resident because the thing that I love about Duke is uh, radiology is built into their medical school. It's part of their curriculum, which a lot of programs don't do that. A lot of times you don't rotate through radiology, but at Duke you do. So I will have med students as a radiology resident, and I'm very excited to teach and kind of make people interested and not be mean, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, no, so yeah, so I'm so, excited about that. That's such a gift that you have. Like I just, when I watch you tutoring, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's so gifted to do this. Like your patience and the way that you explain things, it's just like truly impeccable. So you got to, like, the, the moral of the story is that to get into your zone of genius, like, I think that we all want to be doing things that we're truly passionate about is find what you, find what comes easy to you. And I keep reflecting on this sermon that I heard um, once that was like, pick up what's, you know, what's in your hand. Like, like a lot of times we think, oh, I don't have, I don't have the space yet, or I don't have the right aesthetic apartment or the right aesthetic kitchen to content that's, create that's or whatever. Heather, this is in my uh, head. That's a Heather issue, know. yeah. Or, you know, I don't have the right desk set up, Quinn. Oh, that's, well. Or technology. Yeah. Or I don't have the right experience to do X, Y, and Z. You know, use what your situation right now is and use it to show other people or help other people, um, because we all have something and we all have something to give. And, um, I, that just keeps going through my head and maybe someone needs to hear that is like, pick up, you know, pick up the staff in your hand, like what's in your hand right now that you can use. And for me, that skill that I have a lot of knowledge on with creating the IV guide and reviewing the infusion nursing standards and my experience with IVs is teaching people about IVs on TikTok, And it's honestly doing so well <clears throat> because it's knowledge that people can use and to make their practice better. Um, but I didn't think about that for a very long time because right. it's just something that I took for granted. And I'm like, Heather, like use what's in your hand. So, um, I hope that message really, you know, blesses somebody yeah. for what they're trying to accomplish. So we talked about a lot of different things. Lots of random we're, things. We're, we're back on our podcast. We'll try to make them more consistent. We're yeah. doing a little routine where Guys, we do our podcast in the morning. I feel like that's a little aggressive, but I just found my vlogging camera. And I feel would like we, I want to vlog move. our move. Oh, you want to vlog our move? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool with that. All right. All right. That's yeah, all I got. That's it. Um, yeah, follow me on Instagram. Quinn doesn't really do Instagram, so just follow yeah, You me. can follow me if you want. <laughs> You're not going to get any content. Heather, and then follow me on TikTok at that nurse Heather. And then if you have any topics you want us to discuss on the podcast, uh, email us at newlymedsthepod at gmail.com. Right. And uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Have a great day, everybody. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.